If you're ready to reinvent your life or work, or if you're even slightly thinking about it, now may be your time. I've done a lot of that myself over the years, and I'm excited to share some ideas to help you in your own process. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode, which is airing near the end of the year. It's a time when a lot of people are thinking about their life, their work, relationships, where they are now, what really matters, or what really matters now. As my clients think through their goals or aspirations for the new year, I've been asking them to think about three things, what they want to experience in the new year, what problem they want to solve or impact they want to make, and then finally, anything new that they want to learn. And I can tell a lot of people haven't given it a lot of thought. So I encourage you to consider your answers to those questions. And I'll add one more deep question. Who do you want to become? When you think about that question, it can go in a lot of directions. You might think, well, I want to become better at something or better in some way. Or you might be thinking about some kind of personal reinvention. Reinvention is a loaded term. I think it sounds difficult. But what I've realized is that it's something that I've done quite a bit of almost naturally over my life. And there's nothing to fear about it. It can even be an energizing experience. So like I said, it's only natural to be thinking about it, especially this time of year, when you're considering what you want to be different going forward. Reinvention is a bit different from making some kind of incremental change or improvement. It's about the process of changing something so much that it can appear to be entirely new. And when I'm working with organizations that are going through transformation, some are seeking some kind of reinvention. I often compare it to a house. You're not just doing a little renovating to different parts of your home. It may be that you're tearing it down and restoring the foundation, building a new house that could look completely different. Um, maybe strengthening that foundation, and then maybe converting it to a different kind of structure that better suits you now. So in this episode, I'll share some general advice that I offer my executive coaching clients on a personal level who are working through some form of reinvention. And of course, I can share what's been most helpful to me in my own experience, as I usually do. First, it's interesting to observe the different states of readiness for reinvention. You know, your state of readiness makes a huge difference in how successful you'll be in making it happen. So I typically find that you might fit into one of these three categories. The first category A is you're eager. Those are the people who say, you know, something's got to change, or I know that I'm I'm ready to, to do something that's very different. I can't take this anymore. Note, you know, whenever you're thinking about some kind of personal or professional reinvention, it can be prompted by either an external force or an internal force, maybe an internal source, I like to say. External forces like changes in your industry, the outlook for your industry. You know, last week we talked about the outlook for supply chain. 
which is continued chaos, by the way, but that can be prompting you to think about things. Where do you fit in into all of that? There could be external factors like the environment that you're in or the people that you're around if you're in a toxic culture. Anything that makes you think, I don't have a lot of control or influence about what's happening around me, so I need to take charge of myself. And and there can also be some positive motivators to drive your eagerness too. Maybe you experience something that you know that you just want more of. Uh, So it can work either way. But my point is that there can be external forces that get you thinking. And then there could also be internal forces. Examples of that might be that you're feeling bored in your role, or you feel like you're plateauing, or you want to learn something new, or you're seeking some kind of new growth opportunity. Maybe your personal interests are changing. Uh, Maybe your stamina in your role is waning. But it could also be a positive internal force, like you're desiring to make a bigger impact, or it might just reflect the stage of life that you're in. Some people actually feel some kind of calling, or they can't not affect some kind of change or reinvention. It's almost impossible for them not to do that. They have a strong sense of urgency. I like the idea that reinvention happens when either something new happens to you or something new comes through you. So if you consider yourself a growth-oriented person, there's always something new coming through you, or it could be a combination of both. So that's the eager category. Category B is you're ready. Now, these are people who've been giving the idea of reinvention some thought, but they haven't really spent a whole lot of time thinking about it. And you can tell if you're in a state of readiness, if you're open to new ideas, new possibilities, it could just be a a state of curiosity or wonder, you know, where you're thinking, I wonder what could be different. (laughs) If you're willing to face the unknown with the belief that everything is working out or will work out, yeah, that can really serve you well. You don't have to have everything figured out right away, but you do have to start doing something something to bring about something new in your life or work. So that's kind of a categorization of being ready. The third category is resistant. (laughs) Those are people who may intellectually understand the need to make a change, but they just don't want to. And of course, since you're even listening to this episode, I'm pretty sure you don't fit in this category unless somebody shared this with you and said, hey, you really need to listen to this. Or in many cases, they don't even understand that change or reinvention is imperative, you know, change or die. They're comfortable doing what they've always done. They like the predictability or the seeming predictability of their life or their work. Um, It may be that they're afraid of disruption. Uh, Another common reason why people are resistant to change or reinvention is that they lack confidence in themselves. They don't really trust themselves to be able to move through change. So there could be a lot of reasons, but they are the ones who dig in. They try to justify why things should stay the same or argue that, you know, this is the way that that we have always done it. Or they may be comfortable and satisfied and fulfilled with their life and their work just as it is. You know, we each get to choose how we go through our lives so there's no judgment. Of course, I tend to work with people in categories A or B who are eager or ready. So where do you even start? It's easy to come up with the the logical ideas and people always like the to do's. So I'll start there first. Um, Some of the things that I suggest that you do is just talk to people, begin talking to people, having different kinds of conversations than you might ordinarily, especially people who you know, who have also been through some kind of reinvention. Consider it your new research project. There's so much that you can learn from them. Capture lessons learned. 
You can also meet new people. New people, uh, I really enjoy meeting because they can generate new ideas and possibilities that you haven't considered, and they can be a lot more objective because they don't have any history with you. So I would really encourage you to actively bring new people into your network somehow. Of course, if you like to read, read books that are in your area of interest or articles, immerse yourself in whatever is interesting to you. Follow your natural interest. It's always smart to move in that direction. That's something that I did when I left the financial services field. I could talk about investments and retirement planning and asset allocation and investment risk and all of that. And there are many people who love talking about that. I was much more interested in how people made decisions, worked through difficult experiences, overcame fear, psychology, deep issues, you know, related to meaning and purpose. So that led me to my own career reinvention, leaving the corporate world to start my own business to help people with those kinds of issues and challenges. Um, Something else that you can do is just to write down your ideas. If you're a journaler, capture your thoughts. Um, You might create some kind of visual. I talk about that a lot, but to really anchor what it is that you think that you want in some way. So all of those are ideas that I highly recommend, but the real power in being able to reinvent doesn't just come from action. It starts with your thoughts. There are thoughts that can help you and their thoughts that can hold you back. So here are some thoughts that tend to hold you back that I often hear from people um, that I'm helping clients work through, some of which may have been addressed in some other episodes and other contexts. But one problem is either or thinking. So that's the first one where you might have somebody say, well, I have to do this or that, or it needs to be this or be that. I have to choose between you know being promoted or leaving the company. Think both and instead Some people might think, well, I have to quit my job or follow my interests and passions. Well, what if you could do both? Many people want or have started some kind of side hustle. I remember seeing impressive statistics on that. I think the baby boom generation is seeing a lot more interest in that. There's a lot more activity with people in that generation starting businesses on the side. And there may be opportunities to get what you really want in some kind of variation of your current role. Think about what that might be. Keep in mind, everything is not black or white. There's a lot of gray. So be creative in how you're thinking. Number two uh, thought that holds you back is focusing too much on what you lack or what you think you lack. So I need something more to achieve my reinvention is what a lot of people are thinking. More expertise, more experience or knowledge or credibility or certification or connections, people in my network. It's important to believe you have everything you need right now to start the process. So don't let that hold you back. Believe that you already have exactly what you need that will serve you much better. Number three thought that holds you back is caring too much about what you think other people will think. Emphasizing the word that you think they will perceive you in a certain way. You really never know. And it really doesn't matter what people think. Who cares about what people think? I get it. And I have done that and still do to some extent. But the more you can release your concern about that, it frees you up to move faster toward what you really want. Number four, kind of thinking that holds you back is what I call the identity trap. And I may have even done a whole episode on that uh, 
a while back. But the identity trap is when you over associate yourself with your profession. So you say something like I'm a lawyer or a doctor, or an educator, or I'm an accountant, I'm an engineer. Um, If you're an entrepreneur, the idea of reinvention isn't as scary compared to some other professions. But in general, people are too tied to their professional identity. It's funny how I've approached that, especially since, you know, I started my business over 20 years ago, and I've been through many iterations of it. I still feel like I'm learning and growing. And I'm now okay with having multiple professional identities because I'm more focused on the work I want to do instead. I don't allow myself to get too locked into any specific identity. I realize that some people see me as a consultant, others as a coach. Some argue there's a difference. I won't even get into that on today's podcast. Some people know I've written a book, so they ask if I'm a writer. And I usually say, well, I'm, I'm not a writer, but I just like to write. <laughs> and even with this podcast, it feels strange to say I'm a podcaster. I just like creating podcasts. And this is number 129, by the way. So I've done quite a few. Um, I've continued to do one episode each week. Some people tell me, oh, you're a speaker. Well, I do like speaking, but speaker is not my identity. So I hope that that point makes sense. Don't fall into the identity trap because it can really keep you limited. Um, The fifth thought that holds you back is thinking this is difficult. Reinvention doesn't have to be difficult. In fact, I would argue that it should feel natural to you. Pay more attention to what you naturally gravitate toward and move away from what you don't like. It's okay. Remember, you don't have to care as much about what other people think. And even more importantly, you don't need to spend your life trying to force fit yourself into an expectation that other people might have of you. That's a lot of wasted energy. You know, I think about my dog, Lucy. She's 12 years old, golden retriever, who has never retrieved. If you throw a tennis ball across the yard, she stands there and looks at you like, well, you know, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> What's the deal? She also won't go near water. She doesn't swim. And golden retrievers are known as hunting dogs. They like to swim. She does not. <laughs> so um, on my LinkedIn post, I'm sharing a beautiful picture of her that was taken recently on a dock, but that's as close as she's been to water in a long time. She will not swim in a lake. But she doesn't worry about what people think. She knows how to get what she wants, and she lives a pretty happy life. So in the same way, we've got to be true to who we really are, even if it goes against what some people might think should be true about us or would want to be true about us. Starting from your own truth gives you the most power in the reinvention process. If I could only leave you with that one thought today about how to reinvent yourself and get what you want, it would be that. It starts from your personal truth. doesn't matter if you take action if it's not grounded in your own truth about who you are and what you really want now. So start there. And what better time to reflect on that during the holiday season? So if I can be of help in the process or if you'd like me to go deeper, just let me know. I'm also including a link in the show notes to a resource I created called the Life Work Planning Workbook that can help you think through a lot of these issues that I've been touching on today, what you really want, and to get the clarity that you need to make it happen. It's available on Amazon. Again, it's the Life Work Planning Workbook. It's a resource that I created that I use in some of the retreats that I I do to help people who are uh, grappling with these issues. So I hope these ideas have been helpful. Even if you're not quite ready for reinvention, there may be some change in order for you to help you live your best life. 
I have a feeling I'll be continuing this theme in some new episodes in the coming year because I just think there's such a need and I love talking about these issues. So be sure to share this episode with someone else who might be doing some thinking about their personal or organizational reinvention. Thanks for listening, especially if you're listening during this busy holiday season. I wish you the happiest holiday season as you celebrate in ways that matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.